All right, so let's make it plain. Welcome back to the Make It Plain Wayne podcast, where we will entertain, we will heal, and we will build you up. I am Wayne, and this is Elevated Friendship. So I want to get back into this topic today because uh, really for three reasons. Um, Dad bod. Three reasons. Coronavirus. (laughs) The dad bod. And then see, it's just good to follow up. You know, I don't know where you are or what you've done since you listened to that podcast, but the results, the feedback and the love that I received from that was overwhelming. It was it was beautiful. So I'm going to come back to that for a second. With coronavirus and with this lockdown, we're looking to kind of open things back up and, you know, get things going. But. I don't know what everybody's doing right now. I don't know if you're at home miserable because you're constantly working with the kids, teaching the kids. Um, You know, you're at home. Your wife is gone. You have a work from home job or you don't have a job and you're, you know, stuck at home with these kids just watching you. You know, how can you have the energy to work out when you're constantly watching your kids or it feels like the only healing thing to do? is binge watch these shows now that these subscriptions and 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 providers are giving us um, an olive branch to kind of, you know, come back or, you know, watch more shows. I don't know where you're at now. I'm going to tell you who this message is not for. I'm not trying to motivate you to work out if you're trying to find a way to pay your bills. I'm not trying to motivate you to work out If you're trying to figure out how you're going to feed your family tomorrow, I'm not trying to motivate you to work out if you have a health concern or the the threat of coronavirus. Now, I know most people would assume, you know, "Mm, he's not going to be talking to those people. But for a minute, let me just in in my loving and caring uh, uh extended hand to you, just say, you're going to be all right. You're doing well. You're doing great. And whatever it is that you don't have right now, please just hold on. Please be patient. Please be kind and put that work in wherever you can. Because I know that you're working, you're trying and you're pushing to do something better and do something great with yourself. You might have been on your way to, to, to something that was really great. You might have been on your way to something that was really going to build you, give you financial, physical, or medical peace, and you're on your way. So if that's you and you're experiencing those hardships where it's because of coronavirus that you're sick, or it's because of coronavirus you lost your job, or you're just so bogged down with responsibility that you can't do anything, go ahead and skip. This is not for you. I have a message for you. It's coming later. So now that we've kind of disqualified people, I'm not going to say let them go. We've disqualified because they don't need this. They need something else. And and, and I've been there. So I know I know what they need. They don't need somebody talking to them. They need some actual cash in their hand. 
They need to come back through the door with a job. They need to come back through the door healthy or they need peace in the home where they didn't have it. So let's let's get to working out dad bod 2.0 here. The story that I had originally um, about, let me see, it, it wasn't a year ago, but it was, you know, something sim- similar to that is um, right around this time I had, um, I had last, lost my grandfather and now, you know, a year later I've lost my grandmother and during that time I started to build myself back up into the athlete that people knew in college that were, you know, a little bit fearful (laughs) of me and that people knew in high school where I was dominant. I mean, my senior year, I didn't lose. I either uh, won and broke the record or equaled the record at every track meet in the hurdles. Um, And I ran the 110 and the 300 hurdles. Now, prior to me getting back on the horse and and reinventing the wheel is what it really felt like. I had a mixed martial artist approach me at work because I, I work with this guy. And we were weighing ourselves on this scale that we were moving around in the in the office to clear out some space. And he weighs himself. And I think he was like 170 or something. And he's like 6'3", so it was like lean or 6'2", maybe. And so I weigh myself and I'm 5'9", 200 pounds. <laughs> and he's like, you good with that, bro? And I'm like, yeah, I look I look good. <laughs> well, I look good in my clothes. What I had forgotten is at this point, you know, my daughter is, oh, what is she, one? And... <laughs> My daughter is uh, like one and a half, I'll say, if, if I'm putting this right in my mind. She's about one and a half. She's adorable, of course. And I'm not where I want to be. Now, I take off my clothes and, you know, I show my wife what I got. And out of <laughs> out of love, she's still appreciating me and loving me. And she is going through her thing, you know, with her body and postpartum and all that. I mean, you know, it's like this, you get this great reward in this healthy child, but, you know, you do make some sacrifices to get there, don't we? So when my friend had asked me, you know, am I good with that? There was a lot loaded into that question because what most people don't realize is, a fighter, a mixed martial artist, a boxer, they are trained to be at a certain weight, which requires specific things to look and weigh a certain way. So if you don't pass the eye test at the weigh-ins, guys are looking at you thinking, man, this guy didn't even prepare for this fight. You know, where's his six pack? Where's his shoulders? Where's his arms? Like, you know, he, he didn't even prepare for this fight. And guys will look at you and think that you're not ready. Now, I'm not saying you have to look a specific way for a fight, but weight is how they determine weight classes. So for a fighter, I mean, there's so many different backgrounds that come into mixed martial arts. You've got um, boxing, 
you've got kickboxing, you've got taekwondo, you've got wrestlers, um, you've got Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and you even have some, you know, from Kung Fu. But that's just the thing. <laughs> a fighter is always ready. And now this kid was like, I think he, I think he's almost 10 years younger than me. So I'm like, ah, man, like he really got me. So let's fast forward. The dad bod. Now, this is what you all don't know. So I did that dad bod uh, uh, podcast. And at that time, I had not um, gone through what um, I went through the last, you know, few months. I built myself up and ran and did a, a, a fabulous job. Um, I even started, you know, replacing meals with smoothies or salads. And it kind of made me grumpy for a while because, you know, when you when you have that sugar intake daily and you have those carbs coming in daily and runners know this, we burn carbs better than a Cadillac, better than the 300. I mean, we burn those things up because we're trying to run faster it's it's the same thing with powerlifting. To lift more weight, you've got to do more of something. So you're either going to eat higher calories or find a way to lift more weight and recover better or get more sleep or more hydration. But I started to eat better. I'm, I'm not going to say less. I started to eat better. I started to drink better. I, I, I didn't touch any alcohol, no beers, no wine, no nothing. And I finally get to my race. I ran twice uh, last year. Um, and that, that's my dad bod running schedule. <laughs> so I, I, I get to run twice. And I ran, hadn't run the 100 meters in almost 20 years. I ran the 100 meters, got dusted. And then I get to the finish line and I shake hands with the guys that were running at this little practice meet. It's just a fun little track meet. And I, I get to like shaking hands and talking to those guys. All those guys were easily 10 and maybe 12 years younger than me. So <laughs> I take that as a badge of honor because, yeah, I just got whooped by some, you know, kids. I mean, these guys just graduated college. But I later get to my race later that summer and running a master's track meet and end up placing at a rank. I won my meet. I won I won my um, my race, but my time. I was like so like floored by my time. My one of my good friends, one of my best friends who is a track head and loves the track world and is a superb track coach for athletes worldwide. He comes up and just gives me like a hard time and starts asking me all these questions. And I'm like, well, how did I do? And he's like, look. And so he goes on and looks. The time that I had ran is the seventh fastest time in the world for Masters Track and Field. Gentlemen that are uh, between, I think, 35 and 39. So <laughs> we looked that up for the country, and that makes me Number three in the country, number seven in the world. So I'm like, what? 
So I had all kinds of weird feels after that. Then I pulled my hamstring. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I I was not prepared for speed at all. And one of the main reasons why I wasn't prepared for speed at all um, was because of <laughs> what happened to me the day I was carrying my grandfather down the stairs as a pallbearer. I actually um, hyperextended my knee a little bit. And it was stiff for about three months. It was stiff from March all the way to June. Didn't loosen up until then. It was it was horrible. It was actually terrifying because I really thought I would need surgery. Really thought I would have to get back out and, you know, lay on somebody's table to have surgery, which terrified me. And I was just like, I don't have the time or the money to deal with this. So, wow, my dad bod is my dad bod journey is going great. <laughs> well, let's jump to now. I'm back. I'm training. I'm running. I feel better. I'm running better. I got I, I'm able to do speed work. And now here we go with the coronavirus. I'm coaching these kids that now have had their whole senior year and all of their joy completely stripped from them. And I'm dealing with people now where I'm talking to men and talking to women. They're just, everybody is so worn out and just dry by this. And we're going to reopen. We're looking at reopening and going back to business as usual, but it's not really business as usual because now we've had all this time to binge watch and watch all these shows. Like, you know, I'm watching Power now. I'm on season two of Power, and I'm like, you know, amazed by this show because now I get to kind of binge watch it a little bit because I'm staying in. We did Game of Thrones. We did Ozarks. Um, I, I, I can't do Handmaid's Tale. I'm sorry. I just can't do it. Like, I just ugh, I can't do it. But we're binge watching these shows, and we're finding out what the new norm will be. Will we be working from home more? Will, will the coronavirus come back with a second wave? Are we really done with this? All I know is it's impacted us in the way that we eat, the way that we live, and the way that we care for ourselves. So I don't know what's really next for the coronavirus. All I know is that in this segment, we're talking about dad bod and these things affect us. All right. I'll be back with you soon. You all stay tuned. I love you. I'll be right back. All right, so welcome back to the Make It Plain Wayne podcast. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. We're talking about dad bod, and the you know funniest thing is, um, and this is not to call anybody out or to you know shame anybody because trust me, I'm right there with you. Um, I've got you know friends of mine, you know, ladies who do post their fitness goals, uh, you know, online. And these aren't women that are, you know, just going from, you know, our regular sizes to, you know, what I would say is a mannequin or, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, the the fashion norms for women. These are women who are thick women. Like they are woman women. <laughs> you know, they've got some meat on their bones and, you know. 
they want to do a little bit something better for them. They want to be a little bit healthier for them. So they've taken upon themselves to document, you know, this this journey and document this research and and they look good. And I think that's the hard part is the commitment. Um, women are just, in my opinion, by nature, um, much more organized when it comes to commitment and uh, and follow through. And it, it, it's just the way that women are built. I mean, you, you look at how they become a woman and they have a monthly reminder. Now, I'm not going to go into that and I'm going to gross you guys out if, if you have a weak stomach. But you know that women are on track every month where they start to feel and, and shift. And I mean, they've got like a whole planet inside of them where they know, you know, what time it is in the month and they know their life and their body. And, and for men, all we do is make choices. That's it. We don't really feel a lot. But these women, they feel the body. They feel the universe. They feel the choices. And then with all of, with all of their intelligence, they have to go out and make a choice on how they really want to interact with this planet, really want to interact with this world. We just can't, like, we can't wait for the NFL and the NBA to come back on. <laughs> You know, and so, you know, I, I just want to send a huge shout out to those ladies that are, you know, putting that information out there and putting those good vibes out into the universe, because men, you know, we align ourselves so much with what is popular. Like, I'll I'll see these women out here running half marathons and running marathons and doing a mud run, a warrior run, warrior dash and tough mutter and you know, guys do it too, but I think, you know, for women, it just makes it, it makes them so much more accountable knowing that they put that post up and now they've got to follow through on it. And, uh, I actually put a post up of, uh, me just doing push-ups, you know, just doing a push-up challenge. And I had, you know, guys call me out. I had guys try to, you know, one up me and, and I think it's just our nature. We're either, you know, cavemen working behind the scenes and in our tunnel, in our garage, getting grease and, and, and dirt all on our bodies from working or outside doing stuff. Or we we will tout it and, and put it out there and put it, you know, in, in the social media where everybody can see. But that's what I'm saying. The guys that you see in social media with their shirt off and the six pack abs, they already got it. And they're flaunting it because they got it. You know, I mean, you, tomorrow is not promise. So I used to think those guys were cocky and hot headed and, you know, what are you doing, man? I used to think that. But now I'm just like, mm, not so much because you never know. Like tomorrow is not promised. That kid or that guy gets in a motorcycle accident or a car accident or you know, some type of fire or, you know, whatever, you know, I, I've got a creative mind and it's over. So, you know, it, it is, you know, it is different, but I really, you know, I really want to push you to hold yourself accountable to somebody. Like I, I took a picture with my shirt off and sent it to my friends 
And then I have uh, another friend that's in the um, the same group. One is in the Navy. One's a Marine. Um, the other constantly overworks himself and, and feels like he has to be the, the, the pinnacle of humanity. And that's just how he is. And we love him for that. Um, but, yeah, you, you hold yourself accountable when you send a picture of your shirt off to somebody and say, this is where I am and this is where I'd like to be. Because you put yourself in the universe saying, okay, I am going to do this. I am going to have that. I am going to look like this. So, yeah, binge watch your shows, you know, have a good time. But like my best advice while you're binge watching those shows, have some water near you. Binge watch those shows away from the kitchen or if you're by your kitchen binge watch those shows after you've had lunch after you've had dinner please don't be a a sit and eat you know sit and snacker i mean we've gotten in a bad habit of that at the movies god and i don't i don't even know what the movies will do when they reopen but we've gotten in such a bad habit of that you know me sit down Let me get this tub of popcorn. Let me get this 32-ounce Coke or Mountain Dew or Slushy or whatever you get. And I'm going to eat this whole thing. And what you don't realize is you sat down in a non-calorie burning position and just ate 500 to 1,000 calories. (laughs) Which, um, if if I'm correct, might take up to 10 miles to burn off just running-wise. And then lifting wise, I mean, you you'd have to go and bench, squat, and deadlift heavy for I don't know, like maybe four sets of eight on on most of those major lifts. And I mean, we're talking like two hours of lifting, almost nonstop. I mean, where you'd be almost miserable. I mean, you need to be a bodybuilder to even understand what that kind of calorie burn feels like so that's just the thing we don't understand um you know all that's been done to our body and all that's happening to our body when we're sitting when we're binge watching when we're eating and sitting and eating and you've just got that pack of oreos or ice cream or whatever it is i am right there with you like i've had to change my ways as well so, of course, you know, you want to sit there and, and eat those snacks and eat that food. But as you mm, let, me, let me say it like this. If you go to bed at 1030 and you're going to bed at 11, you probably shouldn't be eating stuff after eight o'clock. And if it is, I'm hoping that it's fruit. And then here's the funny thing. Fruit does a specific type of thing in your body at a specific time of the day. And and me personally, I like to have the fruit in my body early, earlier in the day. But when you're going to lay down and your food's not going to digest, everything reacts a certain way because of that. And I, I wish I had the breakdown in front of me of it. But yes, Fruit does a certain 
thing in your body at a certain time. And I think the last thing I looked at where it was saying bananas don't really digest well late at night, um, which you got to give yourself a chance to digest this food because anything that isn't digested turns to fat. Your body will try to get rid of as much as it can. But anything that, like I said, anything that's not digested turns to fat. And I, I, my good friend um, that owns his gym and runs his gym, he's let his clients know that, you know, you only you only lose weight through three ways while you're burning the fat. You sweat it out. You drop it out, you know, in the toilet. And you exhale. So it comes out of your pores. It comes out of your body in the restroom. And you exhale it. So you got to think like <laughs> how how much sweating, how, how much time in the restroom, and then how much exhaling do you need to do to get rid of what you just put in your body or the choices you just made? So, oh, my God, you all. We're heading into this, you know, beautiful weekend. It's beautiful outside. Hopefully you all get some time to just, you know, at least sit on the porch and enjoy life and, you know, just get that comfort and, um, you know, get that breath of fresh air. We are still on lockdown, but states are going to open up. Um, things are going to go back to uh, a new normal. And I'm hoping that everyone is safe. You know, you know. That's the thing, like I'm talking about a dad bod, but, you know, nothing, nothing is more important than your safety and your health. And, you know, I'm not going to be at the gym. You know, I'll run outside, I'll run hills, um, parks are still closed here, but I mean, even my precious tracks are locked up with padlocks now. I mean, they've got locks up on the track now which i'm like what so we're gonna we're gonna open back up states are gonna open back up soon places of business are probably gonna open up as well i'm just hoping that everyone is smart and they can you know still remain in their social distancing and wear their masks there's some beautiful masks coming out now i've got you know a great friend of mine who's also making masks with heavy crown um but yeah, we're going back into this thing and please be smart. And I hope that that binge eating is something that you'll check now where you're binge eating, binge watching, um, because, yeah, these these dad bods, um, they are a badge of honor where if you had a six pack. And you were in phenomenal shape and you, you met that woman, loved that woman, married that woman, had kids. I mean, you're a little out of shape because you're working. You're doing all this stuff. And you shouldn't feel bad about yourself at all. Not at all. And that's why dad bod is like a new thing where women aren't so, you know, <laughs> women aren't so thrown off by the dad bod anymore now because, it's like I said, it's a badge of honor. Like, if you've got a six pack and you're uh, uh, 40 or, or older, Women are going to look at you like, wait, what? So 
the initial shock of attraction is one thing. So once they get over that, they can be like, well, why do you look so good? Are you a personal trainer? If you're not a personal trainer, they can be like, okay, maybe he's some kind of like ex-athlete. Well, if you're not an ex-athlete, they're going to be like, well, why does he look so good? And am, am I, can I keep him at home? Can I entertain him at home? Or is he a ladies man? You know, you got all these questions to answer. <laughs> when women see you and you just got like, you know, a little bit of belly, a little bit of gut. They said you're a good man. Got your hair cut. Smelling good. Smelling nice. Kind of like a teddy bear. Like, I like him. I can work with this. I like him. <laughs> it was like, I, I think I saw Leonardo DiCaprio sporting his dad pod out in the ocean. This was like years ago after Inception or one of the movies he was in. And, and women were all about it. So it's like, wow, things have really reversed. Where I remember in the 80s and 90s, it was all about being tip top perfect you know you got like michael jordan and bo jackson and you know all those guys that we were trying to form ourselves after wayne gretzky and now it's like it's okay to be real it's okay to live in reality all i'm saying is don't make it an unhealthy norm dad bod is great but don't Put yourself in harm's way and a health risk. Well, hey, that's all I got. I love you all. Peace and love. Please like, love, and share these messages. I want you to be healthy. I want you to be safe. We'll get through this COVID-19 coronavirus mess. We will get through this. Be safe. Be encouraged. Do a couple lunges. Do a couple push-ups. Do some abs. Do some, some scorpions. Some skyscrapers. You know. Just do it, even if it's just a handful of something. If you're just going to do 10 of everything, I'm going to do 10 of everything. Do 10 and then add a number to that each day. And one day you'll, you'll be up to 100 lunges, 100 push-ups, 100 scorpions, 100 abs, 100, 100 second plank. You can do it, man. You got it. Peace and love, you all. I'll see you soon.